You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 8, Full Esteem Ahead. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast and I am Danny. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time finding us, uh, welcome. If, if you've been listening, welcome back. Hope you enjoy your time with us. Hope you share this podcast with, with others. Please share, uh, share that love. Um, we're getting a lot of feedback. It's been great. Um, so the, the word is spreading, which is uh, probably the highest compliment I could ever receive. So uh, I want to thank everyone that continues to reach out to us uh, with that feedback and with questions. They've been sending them to our email address, which is thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com. And also, uh, we have had uh, listeners sending us messages and photos through our Instagram page, which is the Balancing Act Miami, which has been very cool. And um, with permission, because I ask for the permission, right? Because that would be kind of weird if I just repost it. I've been asking to repost, um, you know, messages here and there because it's just really encouraging for us here at the Balancing Act and just trying to share that encouragement to others. So it's really appreciated. So please continue that. Uh, we will have episodes in the very near future that will be movie reviews of classic films. And just not like your regular movie review, but more like movie re- reviews that will explore these the, the acceptance and commitment therapy concept concepts that we've been talking about here on the show, uh, in particular films uh, that we know and love. Um, you know, uh, my, my clique of friends were big Star Wars fans, so I may uh, involve one of them, you know who you are, uh, uh, to discuss Star Wars, and I'm going to try to... Uh, uh, talk about the act concepts that are within the film uh, and hopefully it'll be fun. It'll be a work in progress like everything else is. So I'm looking forward to see how that goes because I'm sure you've noticed the, the, the amount of pop culture we tend to re- reference here on the podcast. It's just the way my mind works. So why not let my mind navigate through that kind of pop culture as we continue to explore um, the act concepts. Um, so that that's something that we're looking forward to. And if you have, uh, requests, please uh, email us or uh, send messages through Instagram of maybe certain films that you would like us to try to apply these concepts to, which will help you get a better understanding and just make it more applicable. Um, just send in, uh, send in the, the request. We've already had a few, so we're, we're kind of uh, organizing that. So looking forward to that. Um, if you have any other um, requests or maybe concepts that you want us to, to explore, uh, please feel free to send that in as well. Um, it's, it would be good for us to start creating a, our own committed action to-do list of things that we can explore on, on the episode. So uh, thank you so much. And now a quick recap. Uh, so, so we have wrapped up uh, the six processes that help cultivate psychological flexibility. Those were episodes two through Seven, yeah. Each in, a, in each in its own way, uh, building on the one before it. And we had cognitive diffusion, acceptance, values, committed actions, contact with the present moment, and self as context. And then that was all launched by the first episode, which was psychological flexibility, which was just uh, its own episode talking about this thing that we are striving for. Um, today's episode is called "Full Esteem Ahead." which uh, we, which will be a conversation about self-esteem and the trap we fall into that we try to control it and inflate it. It's just not something that could be, you know, purposed into inflated numbers. It's just, there's a way to go about it. So that's what today's conversation will be about.
questions. How do you feel about your self-worth? What would you score your self-worth from 0 to 10? 10 being the top of the top? and zero being the bottom of the bottom. Does your low self-esteem get in the way of you doing things you want to do? Do you feel unqualified for what you're about to do? Do you feel like an imposter at work? Do you feel like you are just not good enough? A stack of index cards. I attended a workshop about five or six years ago that Kelly Wilson did. Um, The man is brilliant. I would highly recommend his books. Um, The two that I would recommend are Things Might Go Terribly Horribly Wrong. Probably one of the best titles ever for a book. And the other book I would recommend is called Mindfulness for Two. Um, Anyway, at this workshop, uh, uh, consisting of professionals, basically they were, you know, uh, therapists, professors, um, grad students. um, He passed out index cards to all the attendees to the workshop. There was about 50, maybe 60 of us. He asked us to write down on the on the index card uh, a thought that we were that we struggled with, like a consistent thought that tend to pop up um, time um, time after time. Um, and we, we were asked to write that down on, on the card. Um, after we wrote it down, we turned them back in. And then what he did was he spent a few minutes uh, just sorting the cards. He looked like kind of like a, like a dealer in Vegas, just like, you know, just uh, putting the cards in different categories, playing his own game of solitaire on the table. Uh, and there was one big stack, and then there was maybe, you know, a, a, maybe seven or eight other little smaller stacks. But there was one stack significantly bigger that had the majority of the cards. And then he decided to share with the group um, what was the, that stack, the, the, the predominant thought that was written on all, on all those cards. And the predominant card, um, I guess the predominant thought on the cards was either that I am not good enough or I am not enough. How many of you... Um, struggle with that, with that, I am not good enough, or I am just not enough. Um, well, it's such a common disclosure from clients in my office. It's such a paralytic factor in their efforts. It's uh, it's the fuel to their negative thinking. And it's, it, it really is the grand diminisher of self-worth. A slip of paper. So one day while I was in session, um, I got a slip of paper that was slid under my door while I was in session, which is like super distracting. Uh, um, this, is, this is an inside joke within my my colleagues that I work with because uh, there's someone that's infamous for doing this, which we always joke around. I'm like, why does he do that? But anyway, so back to the story. So I'm in a session with a client and then a slip of paper gets slid under my door. So I automatically thought it was this particular person in our office that did it and um, I confess I was wrong. Uh, when I when the session was over and I was finally able to look at that slip of paper and see what was written on it, it was actually from a client that I that I had been working with uh, for the past couple of months who had come by to visit. And she wrote on the note simply, um, and I quote, I am feeling a seven today, Danny. And it had like three exclamation marks. There's a backstory to this. 
Um, and we'll get to that. Uh, so two months prior, um, this client that I was working with, the one that slid the paper under my, uh, under my door, um, you know, she was struggling with what I would call, you know, dealing with life's physics, right. With her inflexibilities. Um, and you know, as we all do, so we had been work, you know, working together, trying to, 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 to work things out and try to try to identify ways to, to become, you know, more resilient and find ways to be able to deal with, with just life. Right. And in one of the sessions we had, I had, I had asked her to, to give, to give me the score of what she felt her self-worth was, um, from zero to 10, what she felt, um, she, her self-esteem was at, what, what, what would she put it at? And her score was a 2.5. And, uh, the trouble for her was when I asked her, like, now how do we get this to a five? Like what, what, what does it look like to, to, to get that number to a five? Like, what will it take? to get from a 2.5 to a five. Now, so many times I have parents of clients, they ask me, right? Like, how do I get them to feel better about himself? How do we get that self-esteem that's so low to a higher number? Why is the self-esteem so low? How do we get that number to a five or a six or a seven? Can we just will it? Can we just will that number to be higher? Can we just will him to have a higher self-esteem? And and the answer is no. no. Absolutely not. You can't just will the self-esteem. You can't. It's a control strategy. You can't do it. Like self-esteem is not something that you just take a deep breath and now it's a seven. It doesn't work that way. You can't. You can't just little engine that could it and say, "I think I can. I think I can. I think I can." And it takes. It takes more than that. It takes something uh, called the incubation effect. Incubation. Uh, have you ever been invited to something by friends but didn't want to go because you weren't up for it? Maybe you were tired or just like you just weren't like you, you know, you said, oh, I'm, I'm just in a funk. I just don't feel like going. Uh, but then somehow normally we have that one friend who is like persistent and thankfully persistent. It's like, come on, let's go. We'll have a good time or it'll be worth it. Let's get out. Let's get going. Let's get the blood flowing. And somehow you get yourself willed. Um, to go. And then once you do go, um, midway through, you just feel your, you just feel better. You feel, you just feel better that you're out. You feel better that you're doing something. You actually feel happy that you went. Um, that is basically an example of what the incubation effect is. Uh, the, in the incubation effect, it's simply a, the phenomenon that happens that if you were to score someone's um, self-worth, like say it's a five, and then you want them to feel better about themselves or you want the, you just want to somehow get that number um, higher, uh, instead of willing it like so many you know, parents uh, beg me to do because we already said you can't just will it uh, – to get it higher, um, what you what you do is you just behaviorally activate. You actually just do the things that matter, right? Like, you know, the process of values of, of your North Star is to actually just do the things that matter, commit actions towards the things that matter. And over a course of time, as you do these things, uh, what tends to happen is a person slowly begins to just feel better about themselves, Um this has been a theme recently in some of my sessions that sometimes we feel like we need to be qualified to do the things um, that we like when really doing the things that we like 
gives us a sense of being qualified, if that makes sense, a little bit of wordplay there. But that's really what the incubation effect does. It's that it's not so much doing a concerted effort to inflate your self-worth. It's a concerted effort to do things that matter to you, even if you're not up to it. And the result is over time, as you consistently commit your action to those things, that you begin to feel better about yourself. Why? Because you're doing value-driven things. You're doing things that you're passionate about. You're doing things that you like, but you've kind of strayed away from because of whatever reasons, whatever forms of inflexibilities have prevented you from it. So in many ways, a low self-worth is, uh, is an indicator of uh, inflexibility, right? Uh, there's an episode coming, coming up and uh, down, the, down the road, I should say, uh, that, um, that's going to be called um, psychological arthritis, right? Since we've been talking about psychological flexibility. And uh, this is sort of in that area of uh, this low self-worth is because we, get, we become psycho- psychologically arthritic and inflexible. And when we stop doing the things that matter, we just start feeling uh, less worthy, right? And really, it's it's our actions. It's our committed actions towards the things that matter that help us feel qualified again. So back to that slip of paper under the door that I had mentioned, the one that said, um, you know, that I feel like a seven with ex- exclamation um, marks. Um, that's what happened in terms of the incubation effect. This client who, who, start, who had started off at a 2.5, uh, what she did was um, she started to effort herself towards things that mattered. She started to put uh, effort into school, even though it was daunting and exhausting. She put more effort into communicating with family, which was a bit difficult because there had been these, um, what's how would I say it, like the, the when uncomfortable silences become comfortable, right? Health, uh, exercise, dieting, work. Um, feeling productive, uh, making some money, all these things, which, uh, were really difficult. It's not like it went from a Tuesday doing nothing to a Wednesday doing everything. It was these incremental, uh, leanings into the discomfort and slowly doing more and more. And what resulted was, um, she benefited her self-worth benefited from an effort towards her values. It, it, It was, um, it wasn't the actual product like her self-worth going up wasn't the product of the effort it was a byproduct because what she was just doing the thing that matters and what resulted was that she began to feel like she mattered um, it's not always easy I don't want to diminish that I don't want I don't want to wrap it up in a bow and think oh that's all you got to do it's going to be challenging right and that's how all these processes they come into play you know like you know you're going to effort into these things and you might be scared and remember to use your acceptance strategies you're going to effort into these things and you might think like like we found out in the kelly wilson workshop that you just might think that you're just not worth it or you're just not good enough use your cognitive diffusion you may worry about um you just might just worry about what would have you know uh what would happen if you actually tried like if i ever if i actually efforted this what's going to happen down the road like what what if this is going to result in failure what like what's going to happen next Use your contact with the present moment. You may think you're worth, worthless. And so like, why, why even bother uh, trying to do things that are going to help me feel better about me when I don't deserve to feel, feel better about me? I am. Focus on I am. Not that I, I am worthless, but just that I am. That's where your flexibility is. Not in the I am worthless. You may feel lazy. You may feel like you just, just want to procrastinate and just like, you know what? I just don't, I don't want to effort these things. I don't want to go to the gym. Well, how about walk to the gym and walk back? Don't even go inside, right? 
if you feel lazy, commit an action. Commit action to the thing that matters. Focus on the values and full esteem ahead. For now, the challenge. As I continue to challenge you with each episode to be an active participant in your own life, I challenge you to diffuse from the thoughts that get in the way. You know, those thoughts that Kelly Wilson tapped into in that workshop. The thoughts that you are not good enough. The thoughts that you are just not enough. Diffuse from those thoughts that you need to be qualified to attempt to effort your actions towards something that matters. Instead, I challenge you to simply effort the actions and see if you feel qualified as a result. I challenge you to start cultivating um, to-do lists, projects that emulate your values. It could be creative projects. It could be fitness projects. It could be cleaning projects. It could be the car in the driveway that you keep on walking past and looking the other way or the 5K run prep that you keep on, uh, you know, passing by because you're just not going to sign up for it. Things like that. I challenge you to, to, to commit toward those things again, even if you don't feel like you're qualified to do it because you just don't think you're good enough or ready. Score your self-worth before you make the list and begin doing the to-do list. Start doing the committed actions towards it. And maybe at the midway point of your to-do list, score yourself and just see how you feel. Do you feel more qualified? Now, qualified doesn't really constitute success. It's just you just feel like, you know what, I can do this. I can try now that you've started. You may be surprised at what you see. You might be surprised when you notice the incubation in effect. Remember to email us with questions and or feedback and send us pictures of you listening to the podcast on your purpose-driven drives through life. And again, I can't say it enough. Please be safe in doing that. And films, what classic films would you like to be discussed on the podcast? Please email those to us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com or send us uh, comments through the um, the Balancing Act Miami uh, Instagram account. I also want to thank Julio Araujo, who really makes this podcast possible with his magical producer abilities. Uh, He's the one that spends about 15 hours removing all of my ums and ahs and coughs. He truly is the one that makes this project coherent. This is the Balancing Act. I am thankful, and please keep acting.